You're listening to the Holistic Spaces podcast brought to you by Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Episode 188, Feng Shui Qi Forecast, September 2022. Welcome to episode 188 of the Holistic Spaces podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. We teach Feng Shui online. We teach a Feng Shui certification course. Go to mindfuldesignschool.com and check it out. You can sign up for our mailing list. We have special free events and workshops only for our newsletter subscribers. So we hope to see you on the list. You can go to mindfuldesignschool.com, scroll to the bottom of the page and sign up there or look at our show notes. So welcome to September's monthly Chi forecast. Mm-hmm. September, it's my birthday month. Virgo. September. Yeah. September Go 4th. Virgos. So September, what, what do we need to know for September? So every month we do this forecast, we talk about the solar terms, which is from the solar calendar, the Chinese solar calendar. There are 24 terms total. There are two in each month. September 7th is the first solar term in September. And the names of all of these solar terms are beautiful and evocative and poetic. And this month it is called white dew. And white dew really does bring to mind the energy of this month. Temperatures cool right down, right? We're shifting. Last month in August, August 7th, was when we had the tipping point where we were tipping into autumn. It was the beginning of autumn. Now we're getting in toward the middle of it. And we're shifting, we're solidly shifting into autumn. And the dew part comes from two things. One, that the water is collecting on the grass because it gets cooler. And the white part of it brings to mind and refers to the meadow element, which is the element of autumn. It's this time of year, each of the seasons is associated with an element and then there's the in-between times in the seasons which is you know associated with elements as well because nothing just kind of clicks from you know it doesn't just make a click and go directly from this to this there's always you know transitioning into the different elements and for fall autumn it is metal yeah can i add something so you know how you talked about the names of the solar terms so the names Mm -hmm. of these different time periods And there's many different calendars and we encourage you to look at your own culture. For instance, I took this class with Eva Wong, who's a very well-known feng shui master. She is, actually, I didn't realize this. She told us she's half Irish, half Chinese. And she's also, so she was also studying the calendars from Ireland. And they also have these really beautiful names and they're very poetic, but they're actually named for what ancient people saw happening in their environment. They looked outside and they used nature to tell them what names to offer the calendar. So it's really quite insightful and very much based on the observations of the natural world. And one fun thing that I do is when I practice, I practice tea ceremony and One thing that we do in our tea practice is that you get asked to offer a poetic name to one of the utensils. 
And so every time I have to think, oh, what's happening right now? Like, is it what's happening in the season? Is it really hot today or is it windy or is it the first snow? And we offer a poetic name. So I wonder if we could do that, like Laura and I, Laura and I could come up with our own poetic names for the season as well. Like, what season? would you call this time? We well, apple pie. I would call it apple pie season. Yeah, <laughs> that's very poetic. I make apple i make pie like from scratch everything i can make an apple pie not cooked but i can get an apple pie in an oven in 15 minutes no wow. problem yeah like i'm a queen at it i'm the queen of apple pie making and i'm very specific on the types of apples i use so of course uh, any apple pie makers out there you know it's spies for pies mm -hmm. and spy apples even though and this actually falls into this whole thing that i was talking so Apple picking season begins now in the Northern Hemisphere where we are, especially in North America. But, you know, there were apples even in August, but those apples are not apple picking. Those are not apple pie apples. Apple pie apples come later in the season and even a little bit later into September. And spies are the last ones that are picked, actually, some of the last ones. Oh, so maybe yeah. you would call it the sweetness, beginning of sweetness. or beginning of sweetness, the tart. Or tartness, I don't know. Tartness. And apples, the flesh of an apple, especially those, some of those, like the Cortland apples are white. And I think that's something else that is important. The foods that you are told to eat, especially in Chinese culture, when you're looking at the energies, it's, you know, white foods, certain kind of ones that are going to stick more because you're conserving. Again, everything's kind of moving inward. And we're going to talk more about that energy. But the yin energy is starting to settle in. So you want to also warm yourself up or prepare to start warming yourself up. So, so there's I, a lot of stuff that layers. It's really cool. And if I had to come up with a poetic name for this solar term, it would be, I always feel like things waking up a little bit from the sleepy warmth heat of summer. So I guess like a chill, chill. Yeah. Something about like cold winds start crisp. to crisp winds, right? Crisp mm -hmm. winds and crisp winds. Apple and... crisp winds. <laughs> Okay. All right. So, so that's, this. Is, we're trying to make it's good. There we yeah. got it. It was done. Apple, Apple crisp wins. Okay. All right. Okay. We'll um, go back to the solar term. Sorry. So I, yes. just, like, I want to make it a little bit more fun and conversational than we've been doing lately. Okay. So September 22nd is the next solar term, which is the autumnal equinox. This is the midpoint of autumn. Okay. So we're right in it now. And the leaves start to change color. We begin to prepare. We're doing bigger work. We've, we've been doing that for a while, harvesting. And now we're really doing the substantive work to prepare for cold. The shift between the temperatures from day to night is dramatic, right? So you could have a beautiful, warm September day. And then that night you are wearing a very big sweater. So sweater weather is here and warm drinks, et cetera, you know, warming your body overall. So that is the two solar terms. And then the full moon, which is September the 10th, is the harvest moon. You know, Neil Young, I'm sure said it best, just go listen to his song and that will help you understand what this whole time of year is about. So it really is a time to gather, start to prepare and we're going to come back in and Angie could talk a bit about the chi. So the chi of September would be metal chi. And so having said that, what is the movement of that energy energetically? So the movement of metal, if you guys think about a lot of the episodes where we talk about metal, 
metal element is about contracting, moving inward where we've said goodbye to that expansive fire energy. Because if you think about metal, metal is very tight. Metal is very rigid and it doesn't move so easily. It is a time in the autumn. It's a time for the ending of things like with the harvest moon. So the growth season is coming to an end and it's time to actually have some productive time to harvest and collect the fruition of your work. It's a time to also enjoy yourself a little bit. Metal is connected to joy, but it's also a time to go a little bit inward. And again, like if we think about sweaters, we think about holding your arms as the chilly wind goes by, the crisp wind goes by. And there's also a sense of poignancy of things starting to die away. The leaves on the trees start to die away, making room for something new to emerge, you know, next year. Perfect. Exactly. Could not have said it better myself. So now we're going into the reading part of it where each month, either me or Angie, we alternate. I pull tarot cards. I pull one from a major arcana. So I split the deck and I do a major arcana and a minor arcana. And the question that I asked this much is what does the theme, what theme do our listeners need to be aware of or not just be aware of what theme can our listeners work with this month? And I pulled justice and justice is an air card. Air cards, if you know the suits, so it's an air element and the suit it's associated with metal. So the suit is is swords as well. So this is an air card. It's the major arcana justice, which is an air card and air aligns with metal. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about how that connects with the suit of swords in the, the next card. So overall, justice is about balance. It's about equilibrium. It's about balance being restored. And when you refer back to the question that I asked, which was what theme should we be aware of or want to work with this month, it is that idea of bringing things back into balance. And the justice card asks us and tells us everything that has happened, everything will come out in the wash at the end of the day. So it is about judgment. I mean, the the image on it is a judge holding a sword in one hand and the scales in the other. And that sword imagery connects back to the suit of swords as well, which is air and is very closely aligned with the element of metal in feng shui. And so there's a lot of this air energy, which is about precision. It's about being really clear. And this card specifically asks you, where can you bring balance back into your life? But also this card talks a lot about judging and judgment. And I would say maybe there are some of you out there that need to ask yourself, have you judged yourself too harshly? You know, we're coming to a time now where we can, as Angie said, we can sit and reflect. That's the energy of autumn. It is a joy. It is a time where you sit back and can reflect on what has come before it. Okay. It's a quieter time. We're moving into winter. So it's a lovely time to sit and think, okay, How have things been progressing? What can I bring back into balance in my life? And where have I perhaps judged myself too harshly? Or maybe I've even judged someone else too harshly. So it's about having some forgiveness there as well. 
Then I asked for the minor arcana, I asked, given that theme that I had of justice and of discovering balance, et cetera, and that energy, what are the actions that we can take to work with this theme? And the card that I got was the Ace of Swords, which is really interesting, right? Because that is the same element. The suit is swords. The card is aces. Aces are unique. Aces are the highest vibration of a suit. It's the purest form of the element. And in this case, for swords, it is air. And if you didn't think that, you know, air was connected to metal, you just need to take a look at this card. The imagery for the suit of swords is obviously a sword. So it brings in that quality of air has very closely aligned with metal energy that we would know in our five element systems. So there are four elements in the tarot and there are five in the five element tradition that we have in feng shui and metal and air are very closely aligned. Air is all about precision, mental clarity, communication, focus. This is ringing bells, right? If you've been following us and listening to the five elements, it aligns again with, with the qualities of metal and the symbolism of the sword. Think about it. the sword has the ability, metal cuts through things. It cuts through discord. It clears the way. So the sword in tarot is very much, it's an action taken and it is something big is going to happen because it's an ace. So you are asked to perhaps take a look at what you could be more focused on. Can you be clearer about something? Is there a situation where you can bring more clarity to it? And I would say this ace of swords is the seed of that element. So all of the energy, all of the things that that embodies, it's the beginning of something. It's kind of the beginning of an opportunity or something that's coming your way. So can you ask yourself, what can you clear the way for? What can you use the sword to clear the way for this, this energy to clear the way for? How can you create more space in your life? And then I was thinking, you know, the sword, even when you bring into the imagery of what dead wood needs to be cut from your life. Okay, what can you clear the way for and what dead wood needs to be cut? Because aces have this unique quality that you can you can choose. The imagery is literally a hand coming out of nowhere, offering you an opportunity, okay? Offering you the sword in this case. Each of the aces is an opportunity where you have to take the first step, okay? You can choose to, by the way. You can choose to take what the universe is offering or not doing it is a choice as well. So you don't have to do it. But is there an opportunity for you to see something where you can get really clear on something, cut away some of the discord, the dead wood, and see where you can take the first step, okay? And then what happens is once you take that first step, this card is telling you that the universe will keep that momentum going, okay? There's an opportunity coming for you that perhaps needs more focus. It's probably also an opportunity that's going to challenge you intellectually too. That's a lot of that built up into the, into the swords suit and energy. So a lot of metal in this air, but you know, when we're tying it back to feng shui, and again, these elements have very similar energies. It is so closely aligned to metal energy, which is really interesting. So I would say, Overall, how can we work with this energy given, you know, what the cards told us, what we know is happening this month, 
and overall lots of metal energy, right? So how do you work with that energy? Angie, do you have thoughts? Yeah, so I think that was very interesting, especially this connection with metal and cutting. And there's a lot of suggestion about making some space in your life. So one way that you can harness this metal energy this month is to create space energetically. And some of the ways that you can do that is like with metal bells. You can go to some areas of your home, like some corners that haven't been addressed, maybe some dead areas of your home, some dead spaces like closets. And we've been talking a little bit about decluttering. So I don't want to get into decluttering because you've been working on that. But at this point, look at energetically how to cut through. So the sound of metal is very sharp and using metal bells around your home to energetically cut through the space, the energetic space, the chi. And what about Dway, Laura? Do you think they can work with the children area? Yeah. Again, this also, that also aligns with seasonally what's happening and Dway is associated with metal and also with the season that we're moving into. And Dway is often referred to as children, which is just a nice way people, we, you know, they like to put up one word just because it's easier, but I, sometimes it's nice to think about them with their Chinese names, Dway, because there are so many layers to each of these guas. So the gua of Dway is associated with children, but it's also associated with completion, executing things, finishing things, things coming to fruition, reflection, joy, being able to sit back and enjoy the fruits of your labor. You know, autumn is a time to enjoy the harvest. And it's also energetically things coming in. I mean, look at the leaves, they're contra- they're, you know, falling, the energy is going back into the tree. So that it come down into the roots. So there's this whole idea of what, again, what is being presented to you right now that is on the horizon that you can begin to come to terms with, to get clear on, to maybe even finish or complete, you know? So the metal energy is really useful when you want to bring things to fruition and completion. And then that's the way... Dway is about your output as well, like the things that you have you have finished. So there's lots of layers to this. Mm-hmm. And practically, you could think about what are things that you need to complete in your life. If you want to be more specific and more mundane, what are some like home projects that you've been meaning to do and have not completed? If you even need more help thinking about what you need to complete. You can even lay the Bagua on your home. And if you don't know how to do that, we have a free Bagua e-kit or you can listen to any of our podcasts. But you can locate the completion area, completion slash children. It's the white gua on the Bagua. You can locate that in your home and see what's happening there. Maybe your home has something to tell you and can remind you and point some arrows, give some information about something you need to complete in your life. And another thing about the metal element, my feng shui teachers would always say, because I have a lot of metal, that when it comes to this time of year, to be aware of talking too much as well, because metal element is related to communication. And if you have a lot of metal and you're moving into a metal season, there can be a tendency to talk too much. 
And you can also see this in the doors of your home because doors also represent your mouth. So maybe take some time and repair any squeaky doors. Make sure all your doors can open properly. And, and bake a pie. <laughs> and bake a pie, yeah. And, um, and bake an apple pie. Yes. And, you know, one other thing is like with this equinox coming, we're really cutting through this energy of fire and balancing it. So an equinox is when the day and the night equal each other. And so really looking at like, how do you cut through any imbalances? How do you look at what needs to be completed? What needs to start and see how to look at your life with more equanimity? Mm -hmm. And that's justice. It's balance, but bringing balance back into your life. So it all comes full circle. Okay. Yeah. So thanks, Laura, for doing that reading for us. You're welcome. And happy birthday. So thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Holistic Spaces podcast. Tune in every Monday for a new podcast episode. If you like our podcast, please share it with others. You can subscribe and leave a review. If you'd like to support us and support the podcast, check out our certification and mini courses at mindfuldesignschool.com. We have a membership called the Inner Circle that will probably be opening up sometime soon. So we hope to see you in the Inner Circle. And you should definitely sign up for our newsletter. If you haven't already, you can visit mindfuldesignschool.com, scroll to the bottom of the page, or you can look at our show notes and sign up for our mailing list. We have special offers, events, and workshops that are only available to our newsletter subscribers. Thank you so much, and we will see you next week.